Reforming society, repairing your mentality, restoring your life. This is The Revolutionized Mind. Happy Friday, everyone. I am super late in recording this intro, but Canada just won the gold medal in women's soccer, and I could not be happier. Um, There are a few girls that I've played with on that team, and I am just so happy for them, so proud of them to see them accomplish such amazing things. And knowing that they're inspiring the next generation, it's such a young team, the future is so bright for these girls, and I am just super happy. So I'm in a good mood right now. I really hope you are too. The sun is shining. It's going to be a good weekend. So smiles all around, sending lots of love and positivity to everybody listening to this. Today's conversation is actually extremely fascinating, in my opinion. Uh, JT is an amazing person, but he works with so many other incredible people that he learns from and shares these conversations with on his own platforms. And I just think for somebody to be that passionate about learning from others and sharing knowledge with the world is such a great quality to have and people feed off that passion and that energy. So I'm super happy that he came on as a guest because I think he has so much to share and just the mindset that he's created for himself is really inspirational and motivating for other people to pick up on certain things that he says and maybe try to apply it to our own life. I connected with JT a few months ago, actually, through a mutual friend, and he had reached out to me, and automatically I knew that he was somebody that I wanted to have in my network because he is just so willing to help others and do what he can to support you and inspire greatness in your own life. So with that being said, I really hope you enjoy today's topic about mindset, perspectives, and just doing what you can to control what you can and to make sure that you're living the most authentic and fulfilled life possible. Thank you for supporting another episode and go Canada, go. Okay. Hi, everybody. Today I'm here with JT Sui from Thinking Into Greatness and The Huddle with JT. JT is an amazing coach and mentor who speaks with other successful people, mainly in the world of sport. And I wanted to have him on the podcast to talk about his journey to greatness, just because I think he has a lot of amazing mentalities and perspectives to share. So how are you today? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on, Angelica. I'm so happy to have you here. And I think everything that you do completely aligns with the revolutionized mind and my whole goal with the title of my podcast itself. So really happy to chat with you and hear from you. So I just wanted to start with your own personal journey with thinking into greatness and kind of why you decided to start it and what motivated you to create that community. Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. Uh, I think like many people, right, um, you know, we, we have those moments in our life where we experience some pain and it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just part of the human experience, right? It's the game of life. And it was from that pain where I realized that I w- what I was really craving was 
a sense of community, right? A sense of belonging. It was early 2017 and had, I had really started to dive deep into personal growth and self-development. So like any uh, journey to greatness, I simply started with one action. I started a Facebook community, invited some people to join. I think the first number I remember, I think there was 47 people in there and just started posting some different ideas about health and wellness, life, just things I found interesting articles. And from there, you know, that, that pain turned into my purpose. So that's, that's probably the Cole's notes, the short version of, of the journey. That's amazing. And when you say pain, was that mental health related or like external situation in your life? Yeah. You know what? Previous to that, uh, there had been a, a few years where there was some pain, you know, both um, specifically mentally, emotionally. Um, there was obviously some bigger factors at play there. Uh, but, but again, personal growth and self-development really opened my eyes. It made me more aware of the things that had held me back in the past, not, not from a place of judgment, but just being objective with myself. And as we start to, and, and I feel the value of personal growth and self-development is we study the best subject, which is ourselves, right? We learn from other people. And, and through that, you know, I, I just started to learn more about who I was beyond who I was as a dad, as a husband, as a teacher, as a coach. And yeah, just, uh, so yeah, so, so it really did come from a place of mental and, and, and some emotional pain. Yeah, that's super interesting. And I think you just build this community with other like-minded individuals who are also on that personal growth journey. And I think we can learn so much just from hearing other people's stories and having these conversations. So at the very beginning, when you first started your community, were you having those conversations with other people or what was your goal at the very beginning? You know, it's interesting. Um, for me, I think looking back and, and, and hindsight's twenty twenty, right? We can always go back. One of the things my mentors taught me, one of the things is you can only connect the dots going backward, right? Looking backwards. And for me, it, it really came back to, I, I just wanted to surround myself in a different environment. Uh, the previous, probably about six months prior, I had moved schools after about 10 years of being in the same, at the same school in the same role. So really professionally had gone through a lot of change. Personally, I was making some different choices, which was creating some change. So yeah, it was just, again, a sense of, you know, I, I believe one of the things every human craves the most is feeling seen and heard, finding like-minded people, getting that, that, that sense of community, that sense of, you know, quote unquote, you know, tribe and, and yeah, just, so that's, that's really what I was longing for. And, you know, spring forward, it just grew into a deeper passion. And how many people are in that community now? In Facebook, I think somewhere around 1800 and wow. uh, other community. Yeah. So it's, it's always, um, the one thing I've really found interesting about that journey is it's, it's like any journey in life. You know, you always attract the people that need to hear those ideas that need to be surrounded by those messages and somewhere along your growth journey. And I'm sure we've all experienced it. People come into your life and some people step out and it's not good or bad. It's just, that's, that's the game of life. And, you know, some people have come, some people have gone, but it's been amazing just to see the connections that have been made, the, the conversations I've had, and just you know how how life has continually 
become more and more beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, just seeing that growth in your own community, it goes to show the amount of people that want to hear these messages or they want to connect with other people who are on that same journey because it's so inspiring to hear other people talk about either similar pain or trauma and kind of how they overcame it and what we can apply to our own lives. Well, you even think of how we connected, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our connection was you had Emily Sleuth on, on, your, on one of your first interviews. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, sent a message to you, I think, on LinkedIn and just saying, hey, love the work, keep going. And from here, it's, you know, we've had some great conversations, right? You've been on my podcast and, and, and yeah, so just you find your peeps <laughs> and through your peeps, you know, when you align yourself uh, with like-minded people, great thing happened. Definitely agree. And I love all these conversations. <laughs> and I think you do genuinely just attract people who are on the same path as you mm-hmm. or just want to hear these things. And I think there's so much power in community and like mm-hmm. connecting with people and hearing these stories. Absolutely. Um, also on a personal note, so I wanted to know if you had any specific mentors that you look up to or any books that are your favorites and just kind of what helped you get into that mindset? Yeah. Are we speaking specifically about, you know, these big changes in the last five years? Are we talking throughout life? Um, Let's go more recently. (laughs) Yeah. So in really like most people in 2016 started doing what I think most people do when we first fall in love with personal growth and self-development, started reading the books, listening to podcasts, right? And, and that's, it's accessible for everyone, right? Like podcasts are free, books are a small investment for what you get out of them. Uh, but in 2019, when I left teaching and, and made, let's say, t- took the road less traveled and left you know, my career as a high school educator after 15 years, yeah, really started to understand more about what it meant to truly invest you know, into myself and, and found some great coaches or mentors. So um, started working with Bob Proctor and started uh, learning from him and just understanding, again, the power of the spirit, the mind and the body. Uh, from there was introduced by uh, some people I mentioned in my book. Uh, my wife started working directly with uh, her coach, Danielle Amos, who also worked with Bob and for myself, uh, started working and being mentored by um, Doug Dane, who is Bob's right hand. So, so again, in the last two years, really dove deeper into having more, you know, life coaches, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them, but really started, it, it was more about investing into myself and just having some guide and mentors to help me along the way. I think that's incredible. And just having these people that you look up to and do they give you anything to like incorporate into your life, like concrete, I guess, habits that you started to do that changed your mentality and perspectives? Yeah, no, definitely. And the biggest, the biggest difference I would say from where I am now versus where I was even three years ago was the importance of, of daily study. So, so one of the things that, I do is I, I dedicate an hour where I'm going deeper into, I would say the material that really starts to help me better understand again, spirit, mind, and body where growing up. And, and I mean, you're a high level athlete too, as someone who's ambitious, who's driven as, as former athletes, we thrive in the doing, like we'll get up, we'll get after it. We'll, we'll put in the work. That's just what we've just 
sort of done throughout our lives, right? Then it starts to go into mental. So, so really the daily study has really helped me to flip it around to really understand that it really comes from spirit, mind and body. So it's really a top down effect. And then it's taught me also how to live more inside out as opposed to outside. in. Mm-hmm. And that's with like the material and the content that you're reading and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it does come through that daily study. So the daily study is, again, it's listening, it's, it's watching the material. And, and that's how, I mean, you coming from a psych background know that repetition, right? Focus repetition is how we actually change what's going on in the subconscious. And it was through that repetition where, you know, you start to not just know things consciously, but you really start to understand them from a spiritual sense and you really start to embody those characteristics. You start to be those things. So, mm-hmm. so through the study, yes, it, it is, it's watching, it's listening, it's writing. And probably the biggest thing this has taught me as well is how to be more right to, um, as I was saying, as, as an athlete, we know how to do the work, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's not a question of ambition and drive as, as we talked about. It's, it's really about teaching you how to be more and when, you know, you first have to be something before you can actually do something. So it's really taught me how to sort of flip the script. I think that's super interesting. And just learning how to slow down and be with yourself and not always worried mm-hmm. about external things or other people, because at the end of the day, all we have is ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I like how you said that at the beginning, saying that like the greatest things we can learn from is ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that is absolutely true and we can learn so much just from being still and practicing whether it's meditation or just being still with yourself and listening to your own thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. and i know i talked about this on your podcast a lot but the whole checking in and just incorporating a minute or five minutes whatever you have time for every day to just check in with where you're at and doing things with intention and what I would follow up in, and for some, for some people, right, this may seem like a far-fetched, like, okay, spirit, mind, body. It seems like concepts that are very far-fetched that are out there that seem very woo-woo. And, and truth be told, if, if, if you would have told me three years ago, four years ago that I'd be on the journey I am now, I would have thought, I would have looked at you probably a little sideways. <laughs> but, but again, that's the power of, of staying open. But, but what it's really taught me is think of the moments, and, and I think of myself as an athlete, the moments where I felt the most in flow, in the zone, were moments where I was calm, I was relaxed, I felt confident. And that's where the game slowed down. And that's where things were actually performing your best. When you're in this hustle and grind and you're forcing that's where it just things, you just fight it, right? You fight the ball a little bit much, you know, things don't come as, as, as smooth and as easy. So, so we've all had those moments. And I think for me, it's really learning that that's where you are coming from a place of power and, and really things become more calm, more easy, more effortless. I think that's the weird line with athletes because we grew up with like, kind of ignoring the whole spiritual side of anything because it was only that physical or mental game that we were allowed to be focused on. Mm -hmm. And anything outside of that was considered abnormal or strange (laughs) or that you were like losing your focus from the game or the practice. Mm -hmm. 
So, and that's why I think like today's athletes and today's the young generation, like it's so important for them to hear these conversations and know that there is this side to our lives that should be paid attention to and can really like improve our everyday lives. And, and what I would share with is, is, you know, I always, I, I, I do my best to live by this mantra, keep it simple, simple. That's my kiss, right? Keep it simple, simple. And it's this idea of when you can consistently be, okay, just think of that. Like if, if that's the goal is to be more and do less consistency creates confidence confidence creates champions and whether you're speaking from a sport perspective when you're speaking from your health your relationships your finances your school your work think of how that simple idea consistency creates that that confidence confidence creates champions and at the end of the day we all want to be champions in the game of life that's it yeah that's very interesting i like that (laughs) some food for thought um and going off that, I kind of wanted to ask you your personal opinion on mm-hmm. obstacles or setbacks. Mm-hmm. So throughout your journey, what have you learned about like keeping your mindset right when things go wrong or how to kind of base your perspective off that? Yeah. So being very honest with people, this is something I've had to learn. Uh, something that I find very interesting is people will look at me and go, do you ever have moments <laughs> where we're off? This is, this is a practice. So I would say my conditioning growing up was actually being very negative, pessimistic, right? Hard on myself. So, so if I can learn to do these things, anyone can learn to do it. But again, it takes focus repetition, right? You have to train your mind. So really going there, it's, it's knowing that adversity, challenges, and obstacles will pop up in the game of life. It is what it is, right? Like that's life. Not that we want to come to expect them, right? We, we don't want to expect that, okay, well, you know, again, adversity there, but understand that they will pop up. Now, the one thing you can control is when that adversity, the challenges and the obstacles do pop up, what you have to decide is, am I going to react or am I going to respond to that? The easy thing to do is to react, right? We, we get some news we don't want. The easy thing to do is to go, oh, you know, like, woe is me. Oh, this is why, like, good things never happened. And, and it's easy to come from that place. And again, I, I speak from someone who's been there. I've had those moments where it just feels like, you know, you're, you're just, just struggling. But you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and what I would share with people is it's easy to let the doubt, the worry, the fear to, to keep it going, but it's only going to lead to feelings of more anxiousness of, of, of depression and things like that. The work really comes into having that, that discipline of mind to, to flip it. Because if you can see what's not working, then one thing I always challenge my clients to do is find the greatness. What's finding the greatness. It's, it's that practice of gratitude right? Find what is working well in your life. And, and, and you know, s- simple thing like getting outside and, and going for a walk, moving. Hey, I love the blue skies, love the green trees. You know, I have a strong and powerful muscles that help me move. And, and so, so I find that disciplining your mind to do that is, is where you unlock your greatness. And hey, is it easier said than done? Absolutely. But with focus repetition, 
it's like any habit. You can train your mind to find the greatness more often. And when you do that, that is where life becomes easier, more effortless. I love everything you just said. I think it's honestly (laughs) one of the biggest challenges in life is learning how to deal with obstacles in a positive way and seeing them as lessons rather than setbacks and just changing your mentality around when things go wrong. How can I use this to my advantage? How can I make something good out of this shitty situation? And it does take so much practice, so much change to self-talk, your own perspective, your own environment. There are so many things that you can control when things go wrong, even though it feels like you can't. And I think it's just, it's such an interesting topic because it's something that every single human alive will deal with throughout their life. And it's something that when you have these conversations with other people, you learn and you hear about how they deal with their problems and how can I do this in my own life? Yeah, no, and, and you bring up a great point, Angelica. And, and here's what I want people to understand. I spent 15 years in, in the education system. And, and, and truth be told, this is stuff that sometimes gets pushed aside, not because people are, are unaware. Like, I, I didn't always teach this stuff. I, I didn't understand it. But what I've come to realize here is, here's, here's the beauty of it. It's any habit. You, you can learn this stuff. And, and the more you start to surround yourself with these ideas of, you know, the more you choose to surround yourself with people that are positive, that are inspiring, that are empowering, that elevate you, you'll, you'll notice that everything, your perspective on life changes. So, so I think even the simple idea of choosing the environment you surround yourself with can really greatly impact the quality of your life. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I just think it's like, do you see other people dealing with their problems? Do you see other people running away from their problems and coping with maybe some negative coping mechanisms? And Mm -hmm. you feed off of what other people are doing, what you see on social media. And that's why like those little choices based on who you're following on social media, what podcasts you're listening to, what books you're reading, those small choices can go such a long way and they're doing things to your unconscious mind that play such a big role in how you react to everyday things. <laughs> Would it be okay if I share a funny story that highlights the part of our environment? Absolutely. <laughs> so like all of us, we're coming out, we're experiencing an interesting time the last year, the last year and a half, sorry. And it was a few months ago where I'm sitting there one night and, I, and I'm watching TV. And like anyone, it's easy to get sucked into that environment, right? Where it's just mindlessly you're scrolling, right? It's like social media. And I started to notice that I was having this idea of, I want a Peloton bike. And I started to ask myself, where's this coming from? And it was, you know, again, it was because I, I got still and I listened. I'm like, I don't really bike. I've never really consistently been someone who, who enjoys getting on a spinning bike and it was in there my wife says to me have you noticed how many peloton commercials are on and i was like oh my gosh and i started <laughs> becoming more aware right like that that reticular activation system started finding oh my gosh like i see peloton commercials who knows 10 15 20 times at, yeah. at night so it was starting to go there and and just taking that moment 
and and again, folks, I do this work for a living, right? Like this is where, like this is this is my passion. And I started to realize that really, I had been manipulated by by Peloton by just seeing that repetition of these ideas. And it was only in that moment where I said, I don't want one. That I said, nope, I don't accept this idea. And and from there, I've realized that I, I didn't want a Peloton, but but again, because I put my environment where. I wasn't thinking. It just made me start to ask the question, like, do you want a Peloton, 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 Peloton? So, so again, I'm just grateful my wife also does this work and, and mm-hmm. is immersed in there because she actually asked me the question, like, do you want a Peloton? And from there, yeah. So, again, just a, just a reminder on the power of environment. <laughs> yeah, no, and it highlights the fact completely that all the messages that we consume go directly into our perspectives, whether we are going to acknowledge that or not, it's going to play a factor in the decisions that we make, the people we surround ourselves with again, like it's every single thing that happens around us affects us so much more than we will actually acknowledge and accept. And that's why, again, going back to the whole community thing, it's so important to just surround yourself with like-minded people who are on the same path as you or who are willing to inspire you or motivate you in one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my whole goal behind like revolutionizing the mind is about mentality and perspectives. And that's why I was super excited to have you on because this is what you do. This is what you're passionate about. And I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on like, what do you think it means to revolutionize the mind? No, that, that's a great question. <laughs> so, so maybe I'll, I'll back up. There's one fundamental truth that I live by. And this was actually prompted by a client of mine who was also a former colleague of mine. And one day he asked me, what's, what's your fundamental truth? And no one had ever asked me that. Like I asked, I, like, I'm sure you've realized like I'm pretty curious. I love asking questions. And it came back to this idea that my fundamental truth that I live by is that everyone has greatness inside of them. I don't care who you are. Everyone has greatness inside of them. You know, I am greatness. You are greatness. Your listeners, if you're watching this, we all have the same greatness inside of them. To revolutionize your mind, it's not just about knowing that. Right? Because anyone knows that. Like they could say, yeah, you are greatness. But do you truly know it? Like like deep in your subconscious mind. Do you truly embody it? Do you do you truly live your life by that? And that's what I that's what I believe the power of having these conversations about revolutioning your mind is, is having more people understand just how truly great they are. And and what I always come back to is just imagine what this world would be like if we had more people that truly live by that idea that I am greatness and, and we just imagine what we could do. Mm-hmm. So, so that to me is what revolutionizing your mind is, is understanding that, that simple truth that you are greatness and reminding myself that truth is simple and it's uncomplicated. I really like that answer because honestly, a lot of my like issues are with society and what's told to us, what others make us feel, what we feel like we're supposed to be doing because of what other people either have told us or what we see in the media. 
So I think just like improving the way that we think and see our own lives and inspiring others to do the same. And I really like like the fact of seeing greatness in other people, because then everybody can kind of be on that same journey and have these perspectives that positively impact one another. And, and I'll even go a little bit deeper, right? Like, again, thinking great is, is the start, right? And, and that's one of the things that we go. And positive thinking is, again, the start. But you have to combine that with that self-image piece, right? Because, again, we can talk there. Like, if you have a positive, if you have think positive, but you have a negative self-image, it doesn't jive. But really, when you combine positive thinking with a positive self-image, that is where you truly understand that idea of you are greatness. So, so that's really been probably my biggest transformation in the last year is, is truly understanding that about embodying that idea and, and really helping others to understand that because it's not just about me, right? It's, it's, it's about helping others understand that as well. And when you do that, that is where, you know, I feel where I'm the most in flow, where I'm sharing my gifts and my talents and my abilities with others. I think another factor to that would be self-talk, which you mm -hmm. can say that you do think positively and you embody all these things, but what goes on in your mind is another factor that, I mean, even you and I, we try to be these like super motivational people, but I have mm -hmm. bad days. I know you also, everybody does. Mm -hmm. And there are times when you know you're supposed to be saying this to yourself or doing these things mm -hmm. to think greatly and think positively, but you can't always control what goes on in your head because I think we are kind of wired to just automatically go negatively or be hard on ourselves. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and that's, I love that you're, you're sharing that. Right. And, and that's something I think people, we need to be reminded of that is the law of rhythm. It's like the tide goes in, tide comes out. Like, Hey, you will have days where you feel absolutely on fire where you're just like, yeah, feeling great. And then, Again, you'll have days where or moments where you don't feel as good. And that's normal. That's part of the game of life. And, and where I, I've noticed this, you know, working with my clients, especially high quality athletes and, and coaches, because sometimes we can, we're, we, we can be tough on ourselves at times, right? That, that ambition, that drive. But, but really, what is, like you talked about, what is that self-talk? And not just the things you say out loud, but what is that internal self-talk when things aren't going as planned, where, where, where adversity strikes? And, and, and really, when, when you can be sort of calm and confident and objective with yourself in those moments of struggle, of adversity, and challenge, that oh, is so beautiful because you start to remind yourself that you always have the power to choose. I really like that. That's <laughs> very inspirational. Um, and no, it's just like choices, I think, are another controversial topic because, again, coming from my background, like mental illness side of things, choice mm -hmm. is something that is not always accessible, especially when you're on those really dark times or there's things going on internally that you do not have control over. Mm -hmm. So choice becomes such a big thing because there's that biological thing that's physically restricting you from actually being able to make these choices. 
But then on those good days, are you doing everything you can to actually be in full control of your choices and making sure your choices are setting you up to face the next bad day or get ahead of yourself before something else happens? And, and I, it was so, I love that you're bringing that up, right? Because again, it goes back to that. I believe it always comes back to being present, right? Like, yes. And, and this is something, again, ambitious driven people is is one of those other sides of the coin. It allows us to do great things. But again, if unharnessed and unfocused, we can be our own harshest critic. So I just think back to a time where um, I was struggling near the end of my teaching career. And I won't dwell on that. But for me, the win was getting out for a walk. And, and I could go walk for hours on it. I would put on a podcast. Um, actually, it was a time too where I would get like a bag and I would pick up like cycling there and just try to make the world a better place. So for me, it was the wind. And yeah, I could have had a to-do list of a hundred things I could be doing. But for me, the win was in really just getting outside, moving my body. And, and when you really break things down to like just the simplest things, I think movement, that's why movement's so beautiful. It's so accessible that... If you could just focus on just doing that, I, I believe then, then that reminds you of the power of choice. I think if we give ourselves these 86 choices, that's where we can start to sort of make life a little bit tougher on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And celebrating the little wins. Like if a walk is all you can do that day, <laughs> like that is huge, yeah. especially on those hard days. Like if you can get yourself up, go on a walk, it's not only good for you mentally, but you're getting a workout in. That's good physical movement that... I mean, internally, it releases a bunch of endorphins and you're doing good things for your body and for your mind. So those Mm -hmm. things should be celebrated and acknowledged. (laughs) And so my last question for you is kind of because the whole vibe I get from you is just how you want to make the world a better place and positively impact one person and start that chain. um, If you could give my listeners one tip or advice or challenge, because I know you're big on challenges, what would you say, so if I'm one person, how can I touch somebody else like today? What can I do to make their lives better? In my friend group and just a stranger, what do you think is most impactful? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I'm a big believer on universal and natural laws. And again, for some people that maybe are, are not as familiar, this may seem very far out there. But again, laws are things that that govern this world. I think one of the best things we can do is to leave people with the impression of increase. And what I mean by that in in simple terms is leave people better off than when you found them. And and if you think about just how that applies, whether you're going into a room, whether a conversation, like, can you do that? So, So my suggestion to you is reach out to one person today. Whatever means that is, if it's a text, if it's a voice message, if it's a phone call, you know, if it's face-to-face, if, if, if you can do that. And, and let them know of a way where they have impacted your life in a positive way. And, and just, just let them know that you recognize them, that you acknowledge them for that. And, and that simple practice is a game changer, right? And, and this is where it's really important, folks give a genuine compliment, something that that person does really well. 
And, and I, from my experience, when I have, when I consistently practice that, it's amazing the, the messages you get back. Now, are you doing it because you want a message back? No, but just understand it's that, that when you put good out to the world, it's a boomerang, right? You, you'll be amazed at, at what great things come back to you. So, so that would be my challenge is, is to message someone, call someone, text someone, get on the phone, see someone face to face, and just let them know how they've positively impacted your life. And, and just doing that, leaving someone with the impression of increase will revolutionize someone's day. And just think about, right, that pay it forward. That would be one. I think that's amazing. And I love how you said that at the end, just putting good out into the world, because that's exactly why I wanted to ask you that question. Because mm -hmm. as much as what you do is all personal development and growth, I think the community that you have is so much deeper than that. And you just, I think, give off this amazing, inspiring vibe and perspective. And you teach people so many amazing things. And I think doing that work on ourselves and doing like all this work just to improve our own lives goes such a long way in impacting the people around us. And I think that's also so much of what you do is just like when you put in all that time on yourself and then you practice gratitude with the people that you love and you send them those messages, it, I mean, there's mutual benefits. It goes both ways. It'll improve my day and improve the person's day that I'm going to text. Mm -hmm. But I think it does just put that good out into the world and inspires positive thinking and just good vibes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we, uh, again, and, and I love what you're doing, Angelica. I, it's amazing. I love how you're having these conversations and, you know, it's something I've shared with you. We're normalizing these conversations. We're, we're, we're having these, we're building this community and this revolutionized mind community that you're building. It's, it's again, it's doing so many great things and, and I just love that we've been able to connect. Yeah, I loved this conversation. Thank you so much. I think you gave a lot of great tips and advice and just food for thought to all my listeners who's listening today. Mm -hmm. And I think if anybody did relate to this episode or wants to connect further with you, I can invite them into the Thinking Into Greatness Facebook community. Um, it's a group that I love and there's a lot of amazing conversations on there. And I just think it's such a positive environment to surround yourself in. So hopefully we can get some more people into that community and make those numbers go higher. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. 1800 people. Good for you. You should be very proud. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, I love everything you're doing. Keep it up. And thank you so much for coming on as a guest today. Yeah, no, it was, it was my pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'm, always these aren't my ideas folks i'll be the first to say i've just been very fortunate that i've been very blessed to have some great mentors and coaches along the way that have helped me get clear on what i want my life to look like they have made me aware of of the things that have helped me back and and have just shown me a different way to live a, a life filled with more love joy and peace and what i would share with you folks if i can do it you can do it too. Amazing way to end. Thank you so much. It's all good. I think the world needs more people like JT because he is just so genuine and wants to see the people around him thriving. And like he said in the episode, his fundamental truth is that there's greatness in everyone. And 
he lives every day trying to see the greatness in everybody and trying to bring that out of them so they can see it themselves. And that I think is such an amazing quality to have as a person. And he is exactly in the line of work that he needs to be in because he is just such an inspiring, motivational and optimistic leader and mentor that can really help make a change in individual lives, but on a greater scale, the world. So I hope you learned a lot from hearing him speak today and Maybe you've had the opportunity to reflect on some of your perspectives and your way of thinking, because that's honestly what I want to do with this podcast is just offer you new ideas, new insights, and hear from people that have been there. Like he said, his whole journey started from a place of pain, and after going through it, he decided to turn that around and build this amazing thinking into greatness community that... He speaks with other amazing people who have similar experiences and we can really just learn from people sharing their stories and offering advice or suggestions based on what they've gone through and then look inwards and see kind of how that applies to what we're doing and how we're handling the situations in our own lives. And one thing I just wanted to say in this episode is that after every single call, that I have with JT, he'll ask, is there anything I can do for you right now? How can I be of service to you? Is there anything that you need from me? And I know that's just a simple question, but it means so much to me, to the person on the other end of that phone, to know that you're connecting with somebody who genuinely cares, who genuinely wants to offer what he can to connect you with other people to help you on your journey to greatness. And that might sound very like spiritual, but that journey and that process of becoming the best version of yourself is really all it comes down to. And that's something that everybody can do. That's something that we should all be focused on doing because I've said it a million times and I'm going to say it again. All we truly have at the end of the day is ourselves. And We are on this earth for such a short period of time, given what's happening all around us, given how large the world is. And to me, it's become an absolute essential to know that I am living my best life. And to me, that means being happy every day, loving as hard as I can, trying to make an impact on those around me, and all these little things that make me feel alive if you want to say it like that. But there's that quote that says like, find what sets your soul on fire. And I'm such a strong believer in that because passion goes such a long way. I even have the word passion tattooed on my wrist and I do have a plan to do an episode just on that word very soon and kind of just explain my whole tattoo idea. But find the passion in your life, find what you love and Do whatever you can today to set you on your journey to greatness. Thank you so much for listening to The Revolutionized Mind. I truly, truly appreciate the support. If you're not already, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. And if you have yet to do so, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love seeing your comments. I love getting feedback. 
And also, if you would like to be connected with JT or invited into his Facebook community where you can hear other amazing conversations that he has with others, please send me a message, reach out to me, and I'll be more than happy to send you the link. Lastly, in the description of this episode, I've included a link, which is a free sample of JT's book called You Are Greatness, 13 Ideas to Effortlessly Bring Joy, Calm, and Peace into Your Life. So please also check that out and let me know what you think. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, your weekend, whenever you're listening to this, and I will be back next Friday.